0: Hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler and I'm your host, Randy Sharman. In this week's podcast, the Silver Star Summer Wine Festival debuts in a few weeks, being held in Silver Star Village in BC, featuring wines from all of our Soyuz wine country and other wineries from throughout the Okanagan region. So we'll get the lowdown on that a little bit later in the podcast. We'll also head to Montreal and visit Le Centre Sheraton Hotel in Montreal to see how the summer's been so far and visiting Montreal in general. But first, let's check in with travel expert and weekly contributor to the radio show version of The Informed Traveller, Onanta Forbes, who has spent the last number of days in Croatia. So Onanta joins us now to share her experience in Croatia. You can follow her on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Onanta Forbes, and her website is OnantaForbes.com. Hi, Onanta.
1: Hi, Randy. I'm going to say bok in Croatian because that means good day.
0: I was gonna ask you, I said what are you like how do people greet each other in Croatia? Like what is the greeting of hello yeah. or so bok. Yes. Right?
1: Or else hello, which is like almost it sounds like hola to me, but it's <laughs> similar to hello. Uh-huh. Um when I hear people say it. It's it's quite uh it's it's uh, it it feels familiar when you hear that word. Um so you won't have any problem pr- pronouncing um, the language here it is not an easy language to learn but it, you most people here can speak English so you won't be um, at a disadvantage with not knowing to ask for whatever you're looking for mm-hmm. um, we've been lucky um, in in our time here um, I remember in our last session our last conversation I said like you you can't visit all the islands like there's over a thousand. But we have been visiting a few. And from Dubrovnik, we went to Korchula. And they went then for, from Korchula, we went to Havar. And our mode of transportation has a lot been ferries, which I haven't really um, used as much as I have in, in this country, mm-hmm. um, going from place to place. And it's very beautiful, very efficient, Um you do have to plan your ferry crossing because it is very busy here, and you might not get in um, the first time you try or you line up. So it, just keep that in mind. Um, we've been really lucky. We've been wherever we've been staying. We've been staying in old town of that location, and it's great walking um, around, enjoying different like cafes and restaurants. It overlooks the sea. Um, if you're thinking of coming to Croatia, one of the ways that you could enjoy it is island hopping mm-hmm. um, from one island to another. They have like mini cruise ships that can take you around and it's a good way to see the islands. Um, we enjoyed Havar um, by uh, going on a hike from, uh, let's say, the the, the outside of Havar. We went for about eight, like eight to nine kilometers and ended up enjoying um this picturesque lunch um overlooking this ghost village it's quite amazing and the lunches are very you've, you've heard of like the mediterranean cuisine right yeah yeah so you you're, you're going to enjoy olives that taste a lot different than olives at home because they're <laughs> fresh you can see them grow on the trees uh-huh. um as, as we went on this walk we were able to um try blackberries right off the tree and as well as figs they're so yummy and plums so you don't like you don't have to really pack a pink picnic lunch because you're gonna find food on the various trees along the way we were lucky like we found great um local tour guides so for example anna from perfect travel uh, croatia or christian from an adventure so you know, working with a the travel agent, they can definitely find you. People who know the destination in depth and can really um, help you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then from, Hawa- from Havar, we went to Split, again by public ferry. In um, Split, we uh, actually went on my first um, e-bike tour.
0: Oh, yeah, how anyway. was it? <laughs>
1: so we, we that was an adventure. Um, so we the tour started with a sail from Split to the island of Solta and amazing uh, person Miro who who helped us get used to the bikes and get used to revving it up and braking. And because the the roads are very small, mm-hmm. but people driving understand that actually as bikes you have the right of way, so they have to uh, wait for you if it's not safe to to pass you before they can pass. And um, it was it was. An amazing experience just because this gentleman, Nero, he actually custom builds his own bikes. So it was like riding a tro- uh, chopper, like you're <laughs> leaning back. Like, you remember when you were in elementary school and we had those banana Yes, bites?
0: I had one. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So it was really good. And then we had, again, an, an amazing lunch with a gentleman who actually has won quite a few um, awards uh, making wine, like gold and uh very amazing like as far as the quality of wine that we had his wife made the most everything the the couple made themselves from uh the vegetation in the vineyards around them so we had um this pasta dish with fish that's just fresh freshly caught caught it's amazing with um we had different kinds of olives and anchovies and capers so you won't go hungry but actually you'll be very healthy eating here so (laughs) along with the great croatian wine today we left split and we went by a highway and we are now in zadar um, which we are going to explore uh, soon but um, a fun fact is at their speed limit is 130 kilometers and you're allowed to go 10% over the speed limit and the police won't stop you uh, to give you a ticket. So it was a very fast
0: journey. I've been uh, seeing some of your photos uh, on Facebook and Instagram and the, the buildings are amazing. Like all that uh, old architecture and the colors of the food are amazing. Uh, So yeah, just tell us about those.
1: Right. So in Throughout uh, Croatia, you're going to see stunning architecture. From And a lot of the architecture has been um, uh, preserved so that there's still the original piece, or um, it, it's a wall from like the 16th century. So, history blasts are going to love this. People who like culture are going to love it. Um, we went uh, into the, in, in Split, we went into the Old Town, into cathedrals, and actually went into the palace where you go kind of into the basement and you see how still to this day, the big, huge um, stones or like, now I'm, I'm going to say bricks, but it's not a brick. It's a huge, huge um, block of stone that is holding up the whole of the building. And it's still holding up the whole of the big building from the creativity and the knowledge from way way back into history. Wow. And it's nice and cool there. And then you have the opportunity when you're in Croatia, whether you live as a resident or you're staying here for a few uh, days or weeks, you can go down to the local market and all the food is fresh. Like it might, everybody has their own little gardens that they pick that morning and they bring it to the market so you can enjoy fruit or. Uh, bread and 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 oil, olive oil, and bring it home, and that will also give you um, inspiration if you don't know what to cook or what to eat.
0: Um, I um, just I just have a couple of questions. Uh, when yeah. you're talking about your tours, were these all pre-planned, or you just kind of you know f- flew by the seat of your pants when you got there? And the crowds that you talk about, are those mostly tourists or are those locals?
1: So with um, the tours that we booked, we had to book them in advance because. They are, it is a very busy destination right now. And when I talk to our different tour guides, they uh, say that, you know what, people are trying to get to have like a, a hike or a, a walking tour and they can't let like, it totally booked up, I'd say, till September. And also, the last time the World Cup happened, Croatia placed second. So that kind of um, stirred people's imagination. And, and of course, Game of Thrones was. Um, filmed in various parts, as as well as I didn't know that Star Wars was also filmed here. Yeah, and the crowds are re, um, very um, varied as far as uh, the different nationalities that are here. Definitely North Americans, but a lot of people from Germany or Holland are, are coming here, Slovenia and Montenegro. So it's also European traffic, and it makes it really busy here. And it's, it, it ha- Croatia is good for, like, if you enjoy beaches and and the water, as I say. one uh, Like a tip I would recommend, most of the um, beaches here, they're rocky beaches. So it's not like our sand that we know from Mexico or the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. So I definitely bring water shoes. And then you can walk into the um, Atlantic Sea and enjoy a a nice swim. It is very salty, so, um, you know, keep that in mind. It's not fresh water that you're that you're enjoying, but it's a nice cool down because it's hot here. Like it's (laughs) between 30 and 35 degrees uh, Celsius. Um, So you definitely have to hydrate and um, wear sunscreen, make sure you have a hat. And then you know what, there's these little tips it goes a long way to enjoying your time.
0: Well, I bet it does. I've been, like I said, uh, following all your photos on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can do that by following Onanta Forbes, Onanta Forbes, or at Onanta Forbes, and her website is onantaforbes.com. It all sounds wonderful, Onanta, and uh, next week you'll be back home, probably wishing you were there still. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So enjoy the rest of your trip, and uh, safe travels on the way home.
1: Thank you. Have a good week, Randy. Sure.
0: the city of Montreal is always a great place to visit, no matter what time of year it is, and there always seems to be something going on. And a good place to consider to stay at when visiting Montreal is Le Centre Sheraton, Montreal. The location is ideal, so joining us now to tell us more about Le Centre Sheraton, Montreal, is the general manager, Bertil Fabre. You can find out more information about the hotel at the Marriott website, marriott.com. Hi, Bertil. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I guess I should say bonjour if I was being polite, right?
2: Yes, we can say bonjour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to say in French, you can say bonjour or bonsoir. But uh, as you know, I mean, Montreal is very well known to me bilingual as well, so this is great.
0: Well, well, Montreal is one of my favorite cities. Um, I've always enjoyed my time every time I've been there. But uh, tell me what the summer's been like for you and, and the, the you know city of Montreal in general, but in the hospitality industry. It, has it been busy this summer?
2: You know what, that's a great question because we've been so quiet I mean, for the first quarter. I mean, when you look at January, February, and March. But looking at the summer coming ahead of us, we could see that we have more people traveling, more people visiting the Montreal, pro- Montreal property in the Montreal city, which is great. We had citywide convention. We had major events. And when major events, talking about NHL a draft, you know, happening at the Bell Center at the mm-hmm. same time. And, you know, Montreal is a very well-known city for the Canadians, for the Apps. And we had the first drop. I mean, so that's why we're exciting. So now I can tell you that the month of June was the prettiest month uh, ever uh, in for the property here. We were running at 84% occupancy. We had the Grand Prix, the Formula One race. I mean, happening for the, uh, for the first time over the past three years as well. So, occupancy wise, we couldn't complain. We we're busy, and uh, so starting May, June, July, and we're just starting a new week with a major convention, the eighth conference happening at the Montreal for Convention Center. So, 10,000 people are visiting Montreal. So, I can tell you that it's exciting, it's a good time to be in Montreal. And it's a good time to be in the hotel industry now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Le Centre, Sheraton, Montreal. How long has it been part of the hospitality scene in Montreal?
2: So you know what? I mean, this is part of the gem, I mean, within the Montreal area, because the property has been here since 1982. So in 1982, the property was built, and was built as a Sheraton. So it's always been a Sheraton property in a Montreal city, So which is great. Since then, you know, I'm going through a change, renovation, and back in 2016, the property was acquired from Starwood to Marriott. So, big change is happening within the property over the past four years, and I've been the general manager here for the past four years, starting in 2017. And uh, so, transformation is happening. The brand is happening as well. The brand transformation is happening. So this is one of the major assets in the Montreal area because this is the second biggest property as well in Montreal. So with 825 rooms, right after the Fairmont Queen Elizabeth in Montreal. So location-wide, the asset is very well located, close to the Bell Centre, Financial District, close to uh, the street where all the shops are, close to the uh, Old Port as well. So all the very good location within the Montreal area so mm-hmm. great
0: assets <laughs> well yeah and i was going to uh mention the location you couldn't ask for a better location uh whether you're there i don't know if you're a montreal Canadiens fan it'd be a great location but just to see some of the other things and and if you're uh and you're even close to the uh underground city and and all those other attractions too right
2: Exactly. So location-wise, I mean, I mean, the location is perfectly located because if you come during the winter, if you come during the summer or the spring, we get access to exactly to the underground city, which is just located a corner away, so you can get access. So theater, uh, shop centers... Everything during the entire year, and if you like, obviously, I mean, to walk the city, it's easy to walk distance-wise from the from the Les You can have access as well to the Mont Royal. I don't know if you've ever been to the Mont Royal, the small mountain. I mean, surrounding. I mean, the Montreal. You can have a beautiful view of the city. So you can see the mountain, but you can go as well close to the wall or into the, into the old port. So I think location-wise, it's just amazing, just, not just for the sport, but for the concert and uh, for everything that is happening all year round I mean, in Montreal. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's a great location.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about the rooms. You mentioned how many rooms you have. Uh, obviously, you've got a lot to choose from, so you can accommodate uh, just about any kind of uh, guest, right? Like Whether they're families or, or they there for business.
2: Exactly. So when you look at uh, the the Saint Germain, I mean, for it, it can fit any type of business. Obviously, we have the business corporate people are traveling during the week. We have the family coming over the weekend or for the for the vacation. We have groups as well as association groups. We have uh, corporate groups. We have tours, uh, tour series. I mean, you should see it happening, especially in March when there's an hockey tournament happening. You know, coming, you can see people coming from Toronto, from Montreal, from the area. So it's kind of the city is booming because people you know, people are playing uh, family-wise. You know, hockey. In, I mean, uh, in the, the lobby of the San Catherine, so you can see the shift. I mean, depending on the time of the day and the days of the week as well. So, but it's perfectly it because of the number of uh, rooms that we have, as 825. Plus, we have the Sheraton Club. You know, we have 150 rooms that can accommodate, I and mean, can I get access to the club lounge, which mm-hmm. is located on the 37th floor. And you should see the view. The view is amazing. Oh, it must amazing. be! It's a, it, it, oh, it, it is just great. It used to be a restaurant back in the time
0: uh-huh.
2: called the Point of View. So it's a viewpoint. I mean, but now we've been transforming this uh, to a beautiful lounge where can where uh, people can enjoy the breakfast, have lunch, and have appetizer with a beautiful drink and enjoy the fantastic view of the city. So. Oh. Cannot complain, I mean, with the location
0: wise. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking on the list of amenities too on your uh, website. There's a fitness center, there's a spa, there's an indoor pool, there's a hot tub. So you, you got it all, all those conveniences too.
2: Oh, yes. it's. I mean, all the services are there. I mean, for the people that want to just to enjoy, for, to go for the spa, for uh, access to the pool, and we have a beautiful terrace located on the sixth floor. So when people are just want to relax, having a kind of a drink, and it's a kind of a garden within the city uh, center location, you know, in Montreal. So you don't hear any noise, just the little trees, the little wind, and you can just enjoy it. So, and yes, we have as well, um, so uh, the gym, we have one of the biggest gym, you know, uh, in the located in Montreal. We have uh, a restaurant, we have a bar. We're just going under major renovation and uh, the transformation with the property because we did all the rooms renovation uh, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. We did the club lounge renovation about a year ago. And now I'm so excited to announce that we finally got the approval to go for the final touch, which is going to be the lobby renovation. Lobby renovation will be happening in November. It's going to take about three or four months, but we're going to have exactly the new branding and the new vision of the Sheraton brand. So talking about the bar, uh, so looking at the menu as well, but uh, everything is going to be done according to the brand. So we're going to have studio in the lobby, we're gonna have small spaces for families, we're gonna have a telephone booth as well. You know when you're gonna I wanna have some privacy sometimes to call your wife or to call your family Mm. in the lobby sometimes not easy. So getting the privacy in this little booth is just going to be just fantastic as well. So I'm very excited about the upcoming month and about the upcoming renovation as well.
0: Hmm. Well, you did talk about some of the events uh, that happened already in Montreal. And uh, fall is always a great time to visit Montreal, I seem to remember. But uh, what are some, do you have any events coming up uh, in Montreal? seems like there's always something going on.
2: You know, Montreal is always an exciting city, and any time of the year, even in winter, but spring is the most beautiful time for me. This is the month that I prefer the month, like September, October, and November. Why? Because you can see the colors of the leaves Mm -hmm. changing at the same time. There's major event happening, and you know, this year, we're just waiting for the confirmation, but in December, you know, which is usually one of the lowest month of the year, we expect to have the COP15, you know, with all the organizations around the world that we should be coming to Montreal. And this is an event with about 10 to 15,000 people, I mean, traveling, aiding to Montreal. So can you imagine, I mean, mm-hmm. just the city is going to be booming, I mean, even in December. So and then it's the, the Christmas time. And Christmas time is Montreal is always a fantastic time as well. So You know what? I mean, this is the good time to be with the brand, to be at the Sheraton Sheraton Center in Montreal as well.
0: Uh, We only have a few seconds, but uh, anything you want to add?
2: You know what? Time is good to travel again. So, I mean, come and visit Montreal. This is the best time. And if you come here at the Saint-Sheraton, you're going to see myself in the lobby welcoming our customers. So you're more than welcome to visit
0: visit us. (laughs) Uh, Bertil Fabre is the uh, general manager of the Centre Sheraton Montreal. You can find more uh, information on the Marriott website, marriott.com. It was a uh, really real pleasure chatting with you, Bertil. Thank you so much.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: The Silver Star Summer Wine Festival debuts in a few weeks, being held in Silver Star Village, B.C., August 12th to 14th. So joining us now to tell us more about the festival itself and exploring the Silver Star area B.C. is Cassandra Zarabeski. She is the Executive Director of Destination Silver Star. The website is DestinationSilverStar.com. Hi, Cassandra. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm excited to learn about the Silver Star Summer Wine Festival. Is this the, the first year you guys uh, sort of plan this?
3: This is the first year. This is the first year of our resort association being the destination marketing organization in resorts. And yes, my first undertaking and partnership with the Olivero Soyuz Wine Society and the Savor of the Sun umbrella.
0: So what have you got planned? It sounds uh, really exciting. It's happening uh, the weekend of August 12th to the 14th. So you got a couple of weeks to to plan your visit there if you wanted to go. Or is it too late? Is Is everything sold out?
3: We still have some space. Tickets are selling really well, and we have fantastic wine dinners and a tasting event and some live music, but there is still room, so we would encourage you to book quickly. Um, A few hotel rooms left as well, so please do come plan your visit, and we would love to host you.
0: So, okay, let's run through some of the events, some of the highlights. Uh, What can we expect?
3: We can expect on the Thursday night, there will be uh, winery specials at all of our great restaurants. um, And we have a few that are open year-round that just offer an amazing culinary experience. And then Friday night, you have a choice of three wine dinners. Um, There is an alfresco dinner out in the village. uh, That is the uh, chef Scott Sanderson with Silver Star Mountain Resort. Then we've got the Black Pine Dinner with Chef Jared Solve. He He's got an excellent menu. And then the Bulldog, which is our really amazing uh, Asian fusion. Uh, Bull- Bulldog's kind of this great hidden gem. Um, so we've got some really delicious Indonesian flavors, met Chef Tyler Lafferty. And then that rolls into Saturday, which is our large tasting. We have about 20 winery partners and culinary partners and a couple distilleries uh, that will be doing a tasting in the village from one to four. And then Sunday we also have live music and a seminar events, so we've got some really great stuff planned. Uh
0: huh. So how does it work? Like, do you, do you have tickets to to do the wine tasting, or or once you buy a, an all all in kind of package, you can kind of just go come and go as you please and, and and taste wines and sample food.
3: We're letting people do select as they want, kind of an a la carte option. So mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to come and just do the Industry Tasting Day, that's an option. That's about $100 all in. Uh, there's also a shuttle service available. But we also have some great discounts on accommodation packages. And then if you want to do any of the wine dinners, that you can also add on. Um, and then the, the live music component, we've partnered with Andrew Allen, um, and he's bringing the guest, Josh Bogert. That, that's complimentary. We want everyone to be able to enjoy the vibe. Um, and then Sunday, we actually have some live music as well with uh, Sister Speak, who's just been touring Europe. So we've got you know kind of a mix of things that are paid and complimentary uh the all, um the Polson Park Market uh Artisan Market is also in resort that weekend on Saturday so we yeah we've partnered with kind of a few great locals that are just doing some really cool things and we want to make sure there's something for everybody
0: mm-hmm. well I would imagine the whole area is is getting involved with this because it includes a lot of wineries throughout the whole Okanagan Valley area doesn't it
3: Yes, we have several. So, Oliver O'Soyuz is our lead partner, and uh, Jen and the team there have done a fantastic job bringing several of their wineries uh, in resorts. And then we've got some from all over the North Okanagan, South Okanagan, Naramata Bench, as well as a few up and comers from the Shoe Shop as well. So, we really did a, a real regional push to incorporate as many from the Thompson Okanagan region as we could.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, s- tell me about the area now, uh, just where you're located. You're not far from Kelowna, not far from Cam loops, you're kind of, if you drew a triangle, you'd be one of the points.
3: <laughs> yes, so we're only 20 minutes from Vernon, so we are unique as a ski destination, and that we're 20 minutes to a major uh, center. Um, it is just a beautiful mountain drive to in the Monashies. and then we're within under an hour from the Kelowna International Airport. Um, so that's also a huge benefit. Um, they're a great partner to us. So we, you know, we call on people kind of throughout the region, throughout the province. Uh, we have a lot of Albertans that are big fans, and we would love to be more recognized across you know Canada nationally. In the winter, we're known for our amazing skiing and we have a ton of Australian visitors that come and visit us throughout the winter and their, their summer holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and we're right in the middle of summer, so usually uh, what happens with uh, ski areas, it becomes a, a haven for uh, hikers and bikers. I imagine there's a lot of that going on or, or available, right?
3: Yes, we are very lucky. Right this weekend, we've, we're hosting Crankworx Summer Series. So Crankworx is the you know world premiere mountain bike festival, um, and we do have the number one, number two mountain bike park in all of Canada. So there is a ton of epic riding for cross country, downhill. Uh, the hiking product is fantastic. So it really, it really is a special, magical place. And there's we kind of are, are great hidden gem of being an Okanagan base camp. So down in Vernon, you've got both Okanagan Lake and Kalamaka Lake. Uh, and then just 20 minutes up, you can have about 10 degrees cooler temperatures, enjoy the nice, you know, magic mountain air and use us as the base camp for, you know, a few days of adventure here in the Okanagan region.
0: Well, yeah, I would think so. If you used it as a base camp, you can really do a lot of exploring because uh I would think the the wine doesn 't stop flowing <laughs> after uh, the uh, silver Star summer wine festival. I would think I would hope anyway.
3: Exactly. We have several great winery tour companies that partner and will come right up into resorts. They'll pick you up at your hotel and bring you around to so many of the fantastic wineries. Within a half an hour, you've got several great, uh, great options. Pico Rourke, 50th Parallel, uh, Exnelio. They're all a a great monk. There's, I mean, there's, so many to name, but you really can have a fantastic experience. And then in Vernon itself, we've got Okanagan Distillery. Um, we've got some wonderful cideries, BX Cidery, which is just at the base of the mountain. So there's um, actually a couple tour companies that do a mix. If you wanted to do a mix tour where you get in wine, cider, distillery uh, <laughs> and brewery, you can do it all in a day.
0: <laughs> well, that's my kind of tour. You get a mix that's of everything nice. and you get someone help to, to drive you so you don't have to do any of that, right?
3: Exactly. That's right. You've got your own personal chauffeur. You just get to sit back and relax, and enjoy the beverages and also some really nice food pairings. So that's something that we also, we've got some really cool culinary offerings, of course, with those dinners but also with the Industry Tasting Day. Uh, there's some up-and-coming catering chefs that are starting businesses here and um, we're featuring them and there's wonderful cheeseries, artisan cheese uh, in this region. So there's there those, those options will be on hand as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about some of the accommodations that are available. I always think of Uh, when i when i see silver star resort i'm thinking of a resort but uh, but that's the ski resort but there's lots of accommodations there right
3: exactly so silver star mountain resort does operate a couple hundred uh accommodation options we also have silver star stays the vance creek hotel in Chilcoot, the bulldog and many many vrbo and airbnb options so silver star is a bit unique in that you know we There are some brand hotels on the docket. We will get there in the next few years, but we have really cool boutique hotel options and more condo and home type stays uh, that for whether it is a summer or winter experience, it really gives you room to relax. Most of them have private hot tubs, you know, with uh, fantastic mountain views. Everything is ski and bike and hike in and out. So it's really, we're we're unique in that we're a mid-mountain village. So when you're here staying, you're right in the heart of all the action.
0: Mm -hmm. And the weather's always nice there, isn't it? It has been
3: fantastic. I have to say it is that, that cooler, that extra few degrees of cool. It makes a big difference from being from down in the valley and in the summer heat. So you just got that little bit of mountain air. So we've, we've been very lucky this summer to have some fantastic weather, um, which just makes it all the more special.
0: And you always have the shoulder season, which uh, if memory serves me correctly, the uh, Oliver Soyuz area has uh, events going on. So there's always events going on within that uh, you know, dis- distance that you can drive easily and get to from uh, the Silver Star area, right?
3: Exactly. There's BC Culture Days this September. We're also home to the BC Bike Race three nights. Um, there's And that goes all the way through uh, the region of the Okanagan. That, that, that will end up in Penticton and, and Oliver. So we really do want to collaborate with all the partners throughout the okanagan region and i think that's the thing is there's so much to see and do that you can really extend your stay and be able to experience just a little bit of difference between the north to south okanagan uh, there's all kinds of cool options that you know just have their own bit of a uh, flair and culinary um, sort of enhancements
0: and then we get into ski season is it busier in the summer or is it busier in the, during ski season
3: well, it's interesting, so we're st- we are still busier in the winter ski season. Um, I was in the theceus sky for twenty years, so I saw that flip in other resorts where you know over time summer became uh-huh. more busy. I think that's where we will head over the years. It's going to take a bit, but so right now, summer definitely has a fantastic vibe, great bike culture, great hiking, and then our winter and our um, winter ski product is really you know our our peak season now. so we still have room to grow in summer, which is nice. I mm-hmm. mean, you can come and not feel you know you've got lots of like room to explore and you know it's not too busy it's just the right amount with that fun vibe but not feeling like you're kind of overrun with (laughs) with too many
0: guests (laughs) (laughs) well for sure um when does the snow start to fall when usually does the ski season begin
3: well, we're kind of cool. We have this November Nordic sort of vibe. So November Nordic, we have about 150 kilometers of groomed Nordic Trail, which is the most in Canada. And the snow is fantastic. We're at a really perfect elevation. So we partner with Sovereign Lake um, and then Silver Star Mountain Resort also has uh, Nordic Trails. So they are they start to get groomed about mid-November. Um, and then our alpine season, our downhill, will begin uh, about December 2nd. So we are all natural in our snow, um, so that is uh, we don't you know we don't want to commit to, to being too early, but mm-hmm. the snow will start to fall there pretty much right after Halloween.
0: <laughs> well, that sounds fabulous. We started talking about your Silver Star Summer Wine Festival, which goes uh, August twelfth to fourteenth, and ended up talking about skiing. So there's lots of things to do in between. Uh, you can find out more information at the uh, website for the Silver Star area destination dot com. And Cassandra Zarabeski is the Executive Director of Destination Silver Star. It was uh, fun chatting with you, Cassandra. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing everyone come visit Silver Star soon.
0: And that is this week's Informed Traveller podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveller radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know, leave a review, tell a friend, or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler or follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.